0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: More movie stuff. More movies to all the people who get mad at me. Are like, John, you just talk about politics nonstop. It's too negative. I want something happy. Have you seen these movies? Not they're not happy. I mean, I, when was the last time you went to the movies and you walked out with your chest pumped up and you were thinking, um, "I'm gonna go join the Marines." I'm 60 years old, but I'm gonna go join the Marines, or God bless America, or um, I don't know something inspirational. It just doesn't happen that often anymore. Do you think? I don't know. I, mean, I, I still Inspir- want to see that, that inspirational. Uh, Do you? I just don't think that's what they're doing with the f- movies these days. The movie that I instantly mean, comes some- to mind when you say what you say was last year's Top Gun sequel. Yeah, that's it, right? I, I and I love the Top Gun sequel. I don't know that I came out of there inspired to join the uh, military, but I was <laughs> I was like, wow, that was really good, you know. So, but it's patriotic. It wasn't. It wasn't really woke stuff. It was. Was that was last like, year or was that twenty two? Feels like I uh, was it twenty three. Actually, it was twenty two. I right. guess I'm, yeah. I'm negating the fact so, that we're already right. into twenty twenty four. You, you, you <laughs> right. are indeed. Okay. Yeah, the Tom Cruise uh, big movie last year was the Mission Impossible uh, movie. So, which yeah, I enjoyed I that don't. one too. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched that they're this doing uh, this past weekend. Actually, I, yeah, yeah. I just don't think they're doing the same kind of films, which is one reason I'm not excited about it. So, I mean, I lay in bed. Th- hey, thank you, Gary. I Appreciate. It. Thank you, producer Dan, for, for, for the for the uh, calendar reference there. Uh, I mean, I I did on my on my vacation i did get a lot of emails from people like john um so much of the show is about things that are controversial and negative can't you do more positive stuff and um so you know i guess we're trying to weave some positive stuff into the show we did you know every friday we do things to do around town and i don't think it's all negative but you know there's a lot of negative stuff we got to cover i think a lot of things changed in 2020 i don't know if you were paying attention <laughs> but To me, I think a lot of things changed in 2020, and the norms are different now, and I got to shine a spotlight on that. So, you know, every time um, I get home and I think, wow, I was kind of harsh on VMI. You know, my grandfather went to VMI. Maybe I shouldn't be so mean about VMI. I got a lot of friends who went to VMI. Uh, Then VMI does something dumb, and I think, well, I got. I can't let them off the hook. Every time I think my grandmother went to UVA, my dad went to UVA. I got lots of friends that went to UVA from St. Christopher's. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be so. Maybe I'm just being too harsh about UVA. Maybe that's unfair. And then UVA does something stupid and kind of arrogant. Just not just stupid, but really arrogant. And I think no, I can't. I you know can't let these people off the hook. Jim Bacon sees it up close. You know he heads that Jefferson Council, which is trying to offer a pathway back to decency and normalcy in the the way the University of Virginia is managed. And he also runs BaconsRebellion.com, the website that covers a lot of stories you won't see anywhere else. So I noticed that um, you posted at the end of last week that UVA just won't give up on the DEI stuff. Glenn Young can apparently just screw the governor of Virginia. They don't care what his directive is. They're going to keep on doing the DEI stuff.
2: They sure are, John. They are are doubling down. The whole national conversation may be changing in the the wake of the uh, U.S. Supreme Court ruling Mm -hmm. on uh, 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 the role of race in in college admissions. And, of course, the the defenestration of the uh, college presidents at Harvard. Harvard right. and uh, University of Pennsylvania. So a, a lot has changed, and and you read the the, the Wall Street Journal and uh, even some of the more liberal blogs, the uh, or, or newspapers and news outlets. There is a real kind of a reckoning with the whole DEI thing and a reevaluation of it. And <laughs> at, at UEA, uh, there doesn't seem to be any recognition whatsoever. Uh, no change in the rhetoric. Uh, nothing, and so the latest is uh, we just published a uh, a communication from the dean of the College of Arts and Sciences, uh, uh, kind of rolling out a new uh a DEI initiative i mean this one is aimed at faculty and it is mandatory i mean i uh, uh, voluntary. voluntary it's not required okay. of everybody but mm-hmm. it's like they all kind of meet around uh, meet for lunch and uh read this book from equity talk to equity walk and uh have uh strive to gain a deeper understanding of let me quote this systematic racial inequity in higher education mm-hmm. So it's interesting because of course higher ed, higher ed is probably the most liberal, progressive woke institution in the entire country, and yet uh, they're talking about all this systematic racial inequity there is and what so does that is going mean? on does
1: that does it does that mean admissions? You know who actually gets the limited number of chairs in each class? Does it mean the grade the results uh, when you do grading, does it mean jobs on the back end of graduation? What does that actually mean? you think?
2: Yeah, well, that's a good question. um I mean, it's often these terms are never really defined. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the The sense I get uh, is that uh, is particularly in the representation of minority. Uh, groups within the faculty and the the higher levels of the administration, and also the student body. So, um, UVA is uh, the flagship university of Virginia. It is the the elite institution, along with College William and Mary and Virginia Tech. Uh, they're considered the, the top-door institutions, the standards, they set the standards of excellence, and uh, it's a system of, of higher education in the state. So for the people who can't uh, achieve at the highest levels of academic excellence, then you have BCU and George Mason and James Madison and other, you know, very good schools uh but uh, not the same same level but uh UVA wants to be well, they want to mirror the demographics of the entire state uh state of Virginia and so there's not enough not enough uh blacks and Hispanics of course uh even though there's schools like VCU are absolutely they're carved out that's their mission is to provide education for first generation students but UVA also they want to have first generation students too so uh, it's it's all about the in, inequality or mm-hmm. I, in numbers at their individual institution, and that represents systematic racial inequity. Mm-hmm. Do,
1: does the University of Virginia still use the Scholastic apt, Aptitude Test, the SATs, as as their baseline to determine whether somebody is is even considered for admission?
2: Mm-hmm. No, you are allowed to submit your SATs, mm-hmm. uh, but you are not required to submit them.
1: So there's no so, objective uh, standard anymore that that would say let's have a blind uh, analysis of the data, and then once we have said here's the cutoff number, we look at what the demographics are of those people, and then we decide from those people. It's just there's nothing objective yeah. anymore.
2: Uh, not much. I mean, they do consider grades. Uh, that the grades are important. But, yeah. the, the but that is, varies is, too. Yeah, that varies immensely from educa- from from institution to institution, from high school to high school. So you have uh, college prep schools where you have like super smart kids uh, from affluent families who uh, stress the value, uh, the necessity of uh, uh, studying hard. Uh, you have uh, elite high schools, say in Northern Virginia, where you have these super smart immigrants come and send their kids there, and they work have an amazing appetite for for work and then you have other schools that just uh, are kind of in a state of kind of breakdown yeah like Richmond uh, City and, and, unfortunately yeah and yeah. kids roaming the halls and and disrupting classes and everything so uh you you can you, you can be a, an honor student in one of those schools and and not, still not be remotely uh, prepared, for, the, right? Yeah. All right. I, did, it's,
1: it's, it's, I didn't intend yeah. to keep bringing up Glenn Youngkin. It's not Bash Glenn Youngkin Day. I, I don't, I, I'm, and that's not my intention. But I thought Glenn Youngkin had had sent word to all of these guys that he want, he didn't want DEI, right? I mean, wasn't that the message at VMI? I don't think it was just directed at VMI, or maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe maybe he did just mean VMI. But why why do these people not even tip their hat? to the governor who's going to be around for 23 more months? They just don't care? or
2: Well, I, it's more than they don't care. They're totally opposed to the governor's mm-hmm. I mean, they absolutely believe, fervently believe in in what they're talking about. They believe systemic racism is the great challenge of our, our society. And the and voters and, just but, don't
1: matter. The, <laughs> the person that the voters chose to lead, they just have decided they're going to ignore that person. They, they can act autonomously, they think
2: right absolutely no they are not remotely interested in the the views of the voters and something like this the the voters are benighted and then you know they're mega you know mega people and you know whatever you know whatever means we use to dismiss them uh they have their ideology and they're going to push it through and they think that uh governor youngkin is he's not going to be around in another two years Uh, we'll have a new governor chances are very good that it, it could be um, uh, abigail spanberger and she'll have a very different view right. towards the dei so they can just so make it 23 more
1: months they they'll probably be back out. on track they think
2: i suspect that's their calculation yeah yeah
1: um do you think that the alums at uva with you all sounding the alarm at the jefferson council are paying attention to this or is is everybody who's got a degree, I mean, A, you want to protect your degree. You you don't want to trash your own school, and then people look at your degree and go, oh, I don't want to hire this guy, or your kid is there now. But then the other part of it is I think a lot of people are just lulled into the nostalgia of what it was like at UVA in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and they don't really want to believe that things are off track now.
2: Right. So what the, one of the problems that we run into with alumni, some are very well informed. They, they read the stuff they rewrite. Uh, uh, but others still have this kind of, this, as you say, a nostalgic view of that UVA is like it was when they were there 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's not the same institution. It's just not. And uh, of course, what happens is they're fed a very Curated view of what goes on. So, uh, if you're if you're an you, alumnus at UVA, and this is the same, this is the same everywhere. It's not unique to UVA. You read your alumni magazine. Uh, which is, you know, kind of a a glossy magazine with lots of feel-good stories and about wonderful things that faculty are are doing and saving the world and and how all the wonderful things that (laughs) alumni are doing. It's all feel-good. And then you get the official version of things kind of filtered through UVA today, which is the – University News Service, basically. Mm -hmm. Pravda. (laughs) The Pravda of Charlottesville. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, look, we're all captive to our news sources. I mean, if our news sources tell us X, Y, and Z, we're going to tend to kind of uh, believe that X, Y, and Z are are the driving factors. And uh, so, yeah, but I would say this, that more and more alumni are figuring it out and uh we thank goodness you're
1: exposing it jim i and i appreciate the fact that every monday you carve out time to talk to us i i I hope that the people who are on their way to the capitol to manage this stuff and cast votes are paying attention because i think you're getting a big middle finger from uh, president ryan and the rest of those chumps in charlottesville and i don't know about you when somebody flips their middle finger at me uh, I, have a re- I have a response to that <laughs> you know <laughs> a couple a couple of different levels of response too if it keeps happening and i think they should probably pay attention to it because the voters of virginia deserve more jim bacon from bacons and from the jefferson council thank you i appreciate it thanks john 848 back with more in a moment on news radio wrva